0: I'm Henry Link. I'm Jason Breakfield, And you're listening to Faithful Citizens. Faithful Citizens is a podcast created to help citizens of God's kingdom live for and love Jesus faithfully in today's society and culture. All right. Welcome back to Faithful Citizens. Jason, hope you've had a great week so far.
1: You know what yesterday was, don't you? What was yesterday? Fourth of July. America. America. That's right. You really can't. I feel like every time we put, like, ribs in a smoker, the bald eagle just screams you, <laughs> Like... Just the bald eagle. Just I mean, he just, fireworks start going off. Yes. I mean, it's
0: like you walk away. The only thing better would be like a massive explosion with a slow mo walk away. Yes,
1: and a guy Something. with a mullet just walks in his front yard, starts waving his American flag. Yes. 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 yes, all things American. Well, that is exactly not what we're talking about today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we wanna we do wanna welcome you back and we first off, thank you so much to everyone that has uh just joined in, that has subscribed to uh to the podcast, uh and we are uh, we're grateful that you would give us some time of your day just to encourage you, hopefully, and that's I know that's my prayer and I believe that's Jason's prayer as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you would be encouraged, uh, and our desire really is to is to help you walk in your relationship with Jesus, uh, because at the end of the day that 's what matters more than anything yeah. it, it, it matters uh, how we know God and what we do for him and and I want to talk today as as we continue on and again uh, just for the first little bit, it seems like these build on each other, but we 've talked a lot about uh, we 've talked about our uh, relationship with Him, we've talked about what, where our source is in that. We've talked about, uh, you know, who Jesus is, what He's done, salvation, uh, what it means to be saved, and I guess today to give us direction of where we want to go is in that idea of salvation. When considering what salvation means to us there's an aspect that we need to understand as followers of mm-hmm. Jesus, as faithful citizens, of what that means for us today. Because you ask people, and kind of go back to what we talked about on salvation, you ask people what it means to be saved, uh, or what it means to, to to trust in Jesus, to have a relationship with Jesus, oftentimes they're going to include uh, asking for forgiveness of their sin so mm-hmm. that they can go to heaven and you know escape the punishment of hell but that's not what Jesus came to do. Jesus no. came to do so much more. And I think the what my desire is, even—and this would kind of—I I would see this being that last one of kind of building that foundation, because I want us to talk about, in the upcoming episodes, what it means, how we practically follow Jesus. But I feel like we do need to address and we need to kind of kind of lay out what it means when we say— Follow Jesus, because that's yeah. that, that's what Jesus came to preach. Yeah, I mean, when he said he, he he preached repentance, but as people turned from their sin, he then says, "Repent of your sin and follow me." And so, what what does that
1: mean when you hear that, Jason? You know, get, what what comes to mind for you? Yeah. When I was looking uh when we were going through when, when we was gonna talk about this, um I, automatically I go to commentaries, I look at commentaries, I think they're a good resource. Warren Wearsby's uh New Testament commentary on Luke uh nine. He says a disciple is more of a student who learns lessons by means of lectures and students. He is one who learns by he is one who learns by living and working with his teacher and daily hands on experience. Too many Christians are content to be listeners who gain a lot of knowledge but who have never put that knowledge to practice. Um, so we see that a disciple is not just a listener, but as James say, they are doers. They they do those things. They put those things into application. You know, Luke nine twenty three says, then he said to them all, meaning his disciples, if anyone wants to follow after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow him. So we see that there is action mm. that we must take daily in following Jesus. That means, deny my passions deny my desires and find what God has for me today but also find what God has for other people because my job is not just to focus on me but man it's to serve other people and to share the good news with them
0: well and I think the for me some of the thoughts that come to mind are one we hear when talk about Christianity when talk about believers we we say well I'm a Christian well First off I go to I go back to scripture and scripture we need to remember that it wasn't until the church in Antioch that they were even called Christians uh, the the whole idea and concept of a believer and someone who believed in Jesus they were like you said a disciple and and I think that's what we need to understand before anything else is we're not just called to be Christians, we're called to be disciples of Jesus. We're called yeah. to be followers of Jesus, and even as you just said, that whole concept of uh, a follower of Jesus—they uh, they follow. Yeah. They there's an action that they that they partake in that they 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 deny themselves of one action in order to do another action uh, in that, and so first off, understand and know that as faithful citizens we're we 're citizens of god 's kingdom, which means that we are that we 're followers of the king the king the kingdom has a king, and that king is Jesus yeah. G- because of what Jesus has done because of what we've talked about what he came to uh what he came to proclaim what he came to do for us what he offers in salvation and what all that encompasses that affects us here and now and yeah. so to put your hope and trust in Jesus means to be to to follow him and to follow him as a, not just a church goer yeah. not which and let's just think about that for a second let's talk about that what are some of those misconceptions that in, would you say? And you've probably maybe heard them with students or heard them in church, or you know you see it uh, so so often in today's in today's Christianity. What would the culture say following Jesus? What would the culture say a Christian looks like? Mm. My first thought is is you know I go to church. Yeah. You know. Well, why are you a Christian? Well, because I because I go to church, right? Yeah. Um, what are some other things you think?
1: I, I, To me, I think they would. You would see this uh, picture of somebody that's walking around with this constant smile on their face, got no issues, got no troubles. You know, God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. You know, and let go, let God. You know, like these these things that we say, but in reality, that's not what Christianity's about. The cliche
0: Christian saying. Yeah, and
1: I I tell students all the time. You know, I'm like, I want them in church. Like I do, Mm -hmm. but what I want more is them to be the church outside of these buildings. Yeah. Like, I want them to take what they learned here and apply it out there because that's where real discipleship is gained, is mm-hmm. when you're putting those things into practice. You're you're applying those things. You got Some people got to understand, too, this is not a... You look at the disciples. The disciples, when they were first called to Jesus, they didn't know everything at f- first. That's right. So simple questions may have started that conversation, but in the end, they're asking these big complicated questions and they're they're learning all this stuff and so that's the way i see our relationship with jesus you know, first let's just start simple hey who is jesus what is a disciple what is my role in in this faith you know mm-hmm. and go from there and your faith starts to grow that relationship starts to grow and you start to understand more and more and more but it doesn't happen unless you put things into practice
0: yeah well and and and, and it all comes back to that relationship with jesus and and I would say today's Christianity, today's society and culture, when trying to define Christianity, they look at things that we do and not focus on things that Jesus has done yeah. uh, we're trying our best to do things in order to follow Jesus when it's really just a, it's it's acknowledging what Jesus has already done that gives us the freedom now to follow him. We can't follow, we can't do these things in order to follow him. We see what he has done, and it gives us a desire to follow him. And I think that's one of the things that's I would say that's probably one of the things that's missing in today's Christianity. Uh, very much is is, a, is understanding that we should desire, and and that's wow. where you get into the Luke nine twenty three, uh, which is if we were going to define what it means to be a disciple. Uh, Jesus defines it for us when he says if you want to f- follow me anyone who wants to come after me other some translations just say it point blank anyone who wants to be my disciple yeah anyone who anyone who wants to to be a student learning under me uh they must deny themselves uh which means deny all all that you think you know on yeah. that all all the good works that you want to perform mm-hmm. all the all the checklists, you know, so for us today, in today's uh, Christianity, it would be, you know, will I go to church? Uh, will I give? I, you know, I tithe off my pay- paycheck. Um, I invite, even inviting people to church. Yeah. You know, we can do those things with the wrong desires. We can yeah. do those things with the wrong motives I read my Bible every day well how 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 much can you retain on that and how yeah. did, did you was it a duty or was it a delight are yeah. you delighting uh in the Lord well I you know I spend time in prayer I, again w- Christianity is not about these things that we do mm-hmm. it's about the heart that God has called us to have for him uh, in that and so we well, all Christianity
1: is not just a uh, li- uh, not just a, a checked off task of obedience christianity is a lifestyle of ob- is a lifestyle of obedience that's right. it's you know you're not saying well I've checked off reading my Bible went to church prayed for somebody well I checked that off that's not what Christianity is not a checklist it's a lifestyle of obedience and you know we gotta think about when Jesus said take up your cross daily mm-hmm. what does that mean? Well it means it's surrender it's suffering it's sacrifice when Jesus says, take up your cross, that means those three things, you must surrender, suffer, and you the, will sacrifice. The
0: cross was death. Yeah. When when we hear that and we, it, it adorns our buildings, mm-hmm. we, you, we, wear, we wear it as jewelry. But I, I love the illustration. I've, I heard it long ago, and it stuck with me. The equivalent of us wearing... Uh, a, of us wearing a cross, uh, what that would look like for the disciples would be the equivalent of us wearing an electric chair yeah. <laughs> uh, around our neck because it was a symbol of execution, yeah, oppression. An uh, and so as soon yeah. as as soon as Jesus said, "If you want to follow me, you have to take up your cross," I guarantee you the disciples were like, "Whoa, they, yeah. that was a game changer yeah. uh, for them." And they didn't fully understand that, no. but but um, I, I know I know we we watch it and we and uh, the show, The Chosen, oh, yeah. that in that first uh, episode of season two, when they yeah. walk into the city and and there's the you've got the the Jewish citizens that are that are crucified and Jesus yeah. is walking by, just you just sense that pre- that, that the, ominous moment that yeah. understanding that Jesus knows yeah. Jesus knows what 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 that yeah. what that looks like and Jesus knows what that means for him and that's any any he, yet he still. Looked at his disciples, and he looks at us, and calls us out of the, out of out of his word, and says, "Hey, if you want to follow me, if you want to be a disciple, you must die." Basically, yeah. Uh, I love what um, Dietrich Bonhoeffer uh, in his book uh, called discipleship. Uh, he says, "When Christ calls a man, he bids him come and die." Yeah, that's a foreign concept, I believe, uh, in in cultural Christianity. Yeah. That we must understand that this is what it means to follow Christ.
1: Yeah, it's a selfless, it's a selfless motive. Like you, to follow Christ, you can't be selfish. Everybody mm. goes ahead of you, and I mean, this it's one of those hard things. I think is ingrained in us as humans, is we, man, the world tells us get yours, you know, follow your passion, follow your desire, follow your dreams. Yeah, where Christ says, no, you you follow me. Yeah. And when you follow him, those things are not gonna, that, that you may, you may wind up doing what you love one day, but what if not? Like my, my desire wasn't to be called a ministry. Yeah. Like that was not my desire, but God called me and instead of me running, I said, okay, I surrender. Like, no, I, I don't want to, but
0: right. I'm going to, you know. Right. And what does the psalmist say? Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. And we, we, we want to put that on pillowcases, we want to put that on uh, coffee mugs, and but, but oftentimes we want to post it on, on social media, mm-hmm. and we think that that means that if we just delight in Jesus, if we just love Jesus, and he's going to give us what we want, yeah. it's not it. No. He changes what we want into what. He wants.
1: Yeah, because he created us. So he knows what's. Wait, that's how that works? Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Like, he created us. He knows when we align ourselves with his word and his will, no. those desires that he's implanted in us, that, man, those those are things we want to accomplish. No. And, you know, I, I know people, got a good friend, you know, he's at Spain Rehab right now. He he was at uh, Sanford studying to be a doctor, and he's at Vanderbilt in the residency program. And, uh, God says, "I'm calling you to be a preacher," and it's like, "But God, I want to be a doctor." That's He's right. like, "No, you're you're going to tell people about the great physician. You're yeah. going to tell people about Jesus."
0: Well, I had a, I, I've I shared it with I shared it with students, especially on Travel Life Action. I had my I had my career and my life planned out. Me and a Friend of mine, we were going to be uh, going into. We'd been accepted into University of Kentucky, mm-hmm. going to the School of Architecture. Uh, yeah. He was going to design it. I was gonna. I was gonna be the contractor, and we were going to build. Um, we'll be builders and stuff. And and God said, "Nope." Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, you see this ministry that that's up in Michigan that you've never even really even heard of. You know, I, I'm going to get you to travel with them. Oh, by the way, that's just going to be the beginning. Yeah, uh, of what this of what this looks like. And and we really do. It, there is it's it's not about what we want cuz and I think you hit it right just hit the nail right on the head it, because it's not our life. Yeah. I tell my kids all the time when they're arguing over toys or something I ask the question, whose toy is it? Well, and they, if, if it's my daughter's, and I say, well, she gets to make the rules because it's her toy. You know, it, it, who, whose object is it that, that you're wanting to use? Well, they get to determine how it's used because it's theirs. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? This life is not our life. Yeah. We weren't we did not create ourselves. We're not uh we're not the king of our own lives, even before we submit to Jesus. Yeah. It's not that we as I said it in a Sunday, in a Sunday sermon just recently, it's not that we are surrendering our kingship to come under the, the kingship of Jesus. We never were king. Period. Yeah. We were in, but we, the, the king of our lives before Jesus was king was sin, death, and, and slavery uh, in that. And so never forget that. Yeah. For as, as followers of Jesus, as faithful citizens, we submit ourselves to the king. Uh, and, and so in your everyday life, that means submitting those practical things, that means mm-hmm. submitting your family. To the lordship of Jesus Christ, yeah. it means submitting your desires when it comes to friendships and when it comes to uh, actions that you take. It means submitting that to the lordship of Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, it, when we try to when we try to make we try to take that that surrender, we try to take that sacrifice out of there. It really it changes Christianity. Yeah. It changes, it, because what is Christianity without sacrifice? I mean, because the whole work of Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. And so uh, and so, never forget, when we talk about following Jesus, the aspect of sacrifice, the aspect of submission, go and read Philippians chapter 2. And even the Lord Jesus Christ humbled himself and submitted himself to the Father, yeah. uh, you have you have you have this idea of surrender and sacrifice, even being played out in the triune uh, in the triune God, uh, mm-hmm. as the as the 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 Father uh, loves the Son, and the Son submits to the Father His will to the to the Father's will uh, in that, and and we are now called to submit to the Lordship uh, of Jesus and to follow after Him, uh, and so. With that, you know, again, let, let's talk practically uh parents that are listening, adults, mm-hmm. students that may be listening, what do, what does that practically look like? You know, what are some of those scenarios that when what what are the things that we need to come and, and die to as as Dietrich Bonhoeffer said?
1: Uh, I mean the first thing I would encourage everybody starting is start in prayer. Uh start asking God to reveal those areas in your life, you know, because who knows you better than you, and that's God. God can show you those blind spots you have. So start there. Start in prayer. Hey, God, where, where are these blind spots at that I need to surrender to you that are maybe hindering my walk with you or hindering my, uh, my growth in this relationship? Start there, and then, um, you know, be obedient to what God tells you to do, you know, yeah. and we think that, God can put out an audible voice or send you a text message saying, hey, these are the things that's not it at all. But you may be walk through the hallways one day and be like, hey, that right there is something that I'm struggling with. Maybe it's a friendship. Maybe there's a friend out there that, A, doesn't know Jesus, but you're letting them be an influence in your life. And so, therefore, they are that can cause a lot of uh, growth hindrance. You mm-hmm. could fall into that temptation of what they're struggling with. And for parents, I would say... Encouraging your kids to set set the um, what what's most important, set the priorities in the family. Like, you know, I and you know, I never never gonna make friends by this statement, but I, I believe it's the absolute truth. Um, sports is not your priority; mm. it's not. And I love sports. I'm a huge sports guy. Yeah. I, I love baseball, I love football, I love basketball. I watch it, but. It's not a priority. Right. Your relationship with Jesus is the first thing that's the priority. That's right. So encourage your kids. Mm-hmm. Hey, what'd you do? What'd you read today? Well, that, that, Keep that, that line of communication that, open.
0: That's right. That's right. And having that conversation, you know, and in the South, I know that that— that re- you're right you probably won't make too many friends yeah, if, if, it's fine i walk down to the ball to the ballpark ballpark that's just a mile and a half away and just stand up and say hey this is not your god right and, exactly. and see see how see where the hearts really lie on that but honestly i can go into anything yeah your yeah. work is not your god yeah. you're you know you're for for students you're you're Schooling, your academic career uh is not your god how mean how many students I remember in student ministry well I've got a test I need to study for and and I get that but yeah. but then you're also asked the student, hey, how long have you known about this this
1: well, about yeah. three weeks and so yeah. uh and so it's that and I will make this bold statement all right this this may not give me a lot this may my friend let's make it we don't shorter want to shorter. lose subscribers no, jason but i want I want to challenge you on this okay because I feel like in the South we deal with this. Mm. Your church is not your God. Ooh. Ouch! Your, tr- I mean, just because you go to church, that's great. Love that, but that is not your God. Well,
0: the question—the question always asks, how, how do you determine that? Did the did your church die for your sins? Yeah, absolutely. Did that? Did that? Did that coach? Did that team? Yeah, they, they, but they sacrifice. No, nothing sacrificed themselves the way yeah. Jesus has sacrificed Himself. So, let when when we talk about following Jesus. It means to surrender everything over to Him. Uh, you know, I, just conclusion kind of on that. I want to just—I think of Philippians 1, verse 21, where Paul says, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Yeah. It, the, the thing about that statement, if you put anything else, if you put anything in the place of Christ— That statement changes. To live is blank. To die is not gain. Because nothing else grants eternal life apart from Jesus. Therefore, because of what Jesus has done, faithful citizen, follow him. Yeah. Die to those other things, and knowing that when we die to ourselves, when we die to any idols, and and please hear our hearts. Yeah. I, I absolutely want to echo what Jason said. Know that we're not saying those things are bad things. No, gosh, no. We're not saying Church those things thing. are. Uh, yeah. We're not saying that those things are uh, are evil or anything like that. And but we want you to understand. Any good thing can become a God thing, and yeah. that's a bad thing. Yeah, uh, And so we need to die to the gods of our life and let uh, let the, uh, you know, uh, commandment number one, you shall have no other gods before me. Jesus is the only way, the only truth, the only life. So we come and we follow after him. Yeah. That's what it means to follow Jesus. Die to yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. Live for Him. Love Him. Build that relationship. Don't do these things hoping to get that relationship. Have that relationship because of what He's already done, but in that, because of what He's done, let that encourage us now to go. Let that encourage us to read our Bible. We still need to, because yeah. that's how we come to know Him. And let us, let that encourage us to pray, because we, that's how we talk with Him. Let that encourage us to invite friends, and worship. To, to worship, to to live this life. To the fullest, because that's what yeah. he came. That's what he said. I've come to grant life and life abundantly. Yeah. Uh, so, faithful citizen, you have life when your life is found in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And there's
1: no greater life than that.
0: Anything else you got, brother?
1: I got a verse, and I want y'all to listen. Here's here's my challenge. I'm not gonna give you any anything behind this. I'm gonna give you a verse. I'm gonna give you a challenge. Galatians six two. Carry one another's burdens. In this way, you fulfill the law of Christ. Mm. Go research that. Go apply that. Mm. And you will understand what it means to be a disciple of Jesus.
0: Disciple, follow Jesus together. Yeah. Together. Awesome job, man. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Faithful Citizens. Feel free to connect with us on social media through Facebook and Instagram when you search for Faithful Citizens where you can receive highlights from the show as well as reminders and encouragements to help you live faithfully every day. You can also message us if you have any questions about the show. Be sure to subscribe to the show either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to listen to our most recent episode released every Monday so you can stay up to date on how to be a faithful citizen. No matter what, It's our prayer that faithful citizens is an encouragement and a resource that can help you, a citizen of God's kingdom, live for and love Jesus faithfully in today's society and culture.